You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And today I want you all to join us in welcoming to the pod notable Robin Dixon apologist, <laughs> uh, Met Gala fashion critic, hired investigator on the Erica Jane Girardi case, an expert in all things reality TV and Marvel, friend to the pod, Kendrick Tucker. What an intro. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, that was so cute. Hold on, wait. Knew- just really quickly. Wait, I didn't see what you said about the Met Gala looks. Can I get a quick like elevator pitch of the of the looks? Absolutely. Uh overall trash, but <laughs> there were a couple that I did like, you know, uh, who who did I like? Uh see, I can't even think of any off top. You know, when whenever you know, Beyonce don't walk through. It's just an okay year for me. Yeah. Rihanna was, it was kind of a miss for me. You mm. know, her and she been hanging out with ASAP a little too mm. much. It just, it didn't do what it needed to do for me. So, uh, you know what? I didn't, at first I hated J-Lo's look, but it did hit the theme. Okay. So I guess, you know, I'll give her a pass. I like when people make the theme. So that's good. Sierra was a, a big win for me. I love Sierra because she really hit the thing too. So I, I can't think of nobody else. <laughs> Everyone else was irrelevant. I'll add in that Lupita looked great. I hated that more people didn't yes. wear denim. It's fucking American. Like if I would have heard American Met Gala, I would have came to my designer like we're doing denim. I'm sorry. Right. Like. I wouldn't do an ASAP, we're doing Quill. I wouldn't do a Rihanna, we're doing Scully. I would do, we're doing denim. I don't, too many people leaned into Cowboy, which was like fine, but I know what you mean about the J-Lo look. Like at first I was really like, did we need that? At least it was American. So many people did, obviously didn't read the theme. I was pretty right. worked up about this, Megala. It was so underwhelming. It was. And you know yeah. what? I will add in uh, Iman. Iman yes. shut yes. it down. She was probably my favorite look of the night. But other than that, yeah, I think too many people, you know, it's the Met Gala. If you're going to do the Met Gala, then don't dress like you're going to, you know, the the Grammys. Dress like you're going to the yeah. Met Gala. You know, you're supposed to be like art imitating life. You're supposed to walk through, have the people saying, you know, what the hell is going on? Like, we needed to, we needed a <laughs> moment. Like, Lil Nas X is, is, is out there as his fashions are. Yeah. He gave us three different looks, and I appreciated it. Wow. Cool. Uh, Thank you for sharing. I needed to, I had to know where your <laughs> yeah. mind is at because I've been worked up about the Met since that night. But okay. Yes. It was, I, I like to always kind of um, watch it and see like, okay, can I guess the theme? When I say that mm. I could not guess the fucking theme just <laughs> by looking at people's fashions this year. No. I was like, what no. is this? It was a lot. Like, I didn't even like Rihanna's and that's a big deal. Because she's like literally, like she's the Met Gala right. queen. The Met Gala queen, like literally, she shuts it down. Everything that yellow long coat that like blind nuns had stitched together for like ten years, that was insane. Like that was a look that Pope uh, hat that she had on there. Yes, the heavenly like, body. She, she knocked that yes. out the fucking park. Yeah, murdered. Like that was that was one of the best looks for her yeah. for sure. Heavenly yes. bodies that year, a lot of people nailed it. Amazing. That was un- like immaculate. Like no pun intended. Really. Mm-hmm. Truly <laughs> immaculate theme. Like it was, it was so beautiful to watch that. Remember when Jared Leto showed up as Jesus? Basically, I really that was really chic. I mean, isn't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> <the way> he <laughs> I mean, I mean, basically, you know. Yeah. And so I, I, I wondered. Was the Met Gala so kind of lackluster just because of the fashions 
Or was it so lackluster? Because I think, are we as people like kind of over it? Like us regulars? We've been through a lot these past two years. Are we just like not feeling this this show of wealth? I didn't even like seeing AOC there. I'm like, girl, what are you doing there? In this dress talking about tax rich. I'm like, like. (laughs) But you hobnobbing with her. I'm like, okay, girl. That dress was about regular as hell with that little paint on the back. I was so Somebody called it Chick-fil-A font and I'll never get over it. It was. Oh my, it was. It was big like. One, you know the one hundred emoji. It was big that energy. It was very much so. It was. It looked last minute. Like it just looked slapped right. on. She's like, "Fuck, I didn't meet the theme. <laughs> Threw it on." That's Ugh. like when your friend invites mm-hmm. you to a Halloween party at the last minute. You're you like, get Damn, ears. What I got around here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, let me get these rabbit ears and come on, come on. So you, you didn't invite me, man. Let's go. Ugh. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. To wow. I just had to ask that, Jay. No, that was great because you know what? Um, it needed to be talked about because it was quite horrendous to the season, but yeah, it was. Yes. You know, <laughs> either dumb down the theme so it's easy for these people to understand, which I don't know how much more dumbed down it could be. I don't know, but let's figure it out. Or you need to get these outfits approved. Like, who, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like back in the day, it was like you either, you're either on it or not. Now it's like they'll let these little TikTokers come on. Doesn't seem like outfits are approved, whatever design. Uh, like it's sloppy. Yeah. I'm over these little TikTokers. I am, child. This is not a real job. <laughs> People getting like, oh, you can get like a million followers on TikTok overnight. You yeah. post one funny video and you're like the most successful TikToker. You know what, it's, it's, it's like YouTube and, and Twitter slash Vine, like combined, the way yes. it goes so viral with just one like video. And it is, you don't even require half the amount of work that you do with, say, like a YouTube video. Yeah. So I know right. these YouTubers are sick in the head because I'm like, I, because if I was doing <laughs> YouTube for years, putting in all that work with editing and such, um, building build a fan, fan base, base, getting, yeah, right. like all that. Right. These little talkers come in, do that one little arm movement and shimmy, and that's it. Right. Go along with the craze, and you got a million followers. Yeah. I'm probably hating because I feel like everybody on TikTok is, I feel like you got to be like ridiculously attractive to do TikTok and then they're just like automatically mm. 5 million followers. It's like, you know what? Screw y'all. Just screw you. I'm over <laughs> here. I'm over here doing the ugly man's battle and y'all are up there <laughs> <laughs> being, getting paid to be cute. Like, fuck y'all. Fighting the good fight over here. Meanwhile. Right. <laughs> Damn it. Dummies are just easily getting on there all they have to do is do one challenge or like one it doesn't even have to be funny one breakout video like right that's that is that's my biggest like what i hate about social media most because i feel like more than anything else instagram and whatever social media is always like overloads me with average ass dance moves by either muscular or super attractive people. And I'm like, why, why, like, why is this being shown to me? Like, I've never, like, what is the algorithm? Cause I don't know <laughs> what I've been looking at to get this, this average shit right here. Like what, what did I do to deserve this? And I don't want to sound racist, but I just feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like Vine was a black person's thing. And I feel like it was a lot, Vine was funny. Like I genuinely mm-hmm. would laugh at Vine on a hourly basis. I feel mm-hmm. like TikTok, I could watch a hundred TikToks in a row and be unimpressed. 
like genuinely yes. just have no feelings not passionate the people's personality i feel like it's two different i can't explain it but something about it is so industry plant to me about tiktok like the people on there just seem like industry plants to me it took and vine felt like locals making funny videos i don't know right mm. it was everybody it felt way more like communal yes tiktok tiktok feels a lot more like come watch us do this yeah. and you just sit in the audience it's really and plus because, Vine was I appreciate time so much like Vine was just seven seconds you're done seven seconds you're done you gotta like go through these storylines and story arcs and all kind of stuff sometimes with these TikToks I'm like look y'all gotta cut this down by 45 seconds our attention spans are not what they used to be and y'all giving us all this all this lifetime and you know what Vine was just you know, speaking of time, was just in also a different time. So I think back when Vine came out, we weren't interested in becoming like being becoming viral and becoming famous and rich off of like a app wasn't really like a thing beyond like YouTube. So I feel like mm. people were just genuinely just uploading just funny shit and just yeah. keeping it moving, and not even thinking of anything of it. TikTok feels a lot like I'm trying to get seen. I'm trying to pick get me, famous. pick I, me, yeah, pick me, pick me. Very contrived, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, always seems stiff to me. I it always looks like this is the sixth time they recorded it, and they low key don't want to do it again. But fuck it, they gotta upload it. That's what it always. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I try not to like openly criticize TikTok because then I feel like I'm showing my age, <laughs> and I'm like, totally. you know what? Let me try to let me try to be young, pretend to be young, so these people will <laughs> like these damn posts on Instagram. Because I'm just I'm looking at TikTok like, can y'all get the hell out of my face? Like, just get the hell out of my face, please. Please. Mm. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it does make us sound old, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's okay. Oh, well. Oh, well, I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we always like to do a game whenever we have the guests in the pod. Um, mm. This might not be the most inventive, but I think that we can make it inventive. I think we can have fun with it. So I want to welcome everybody to Salt Lake City High. It is superlative season, and we are going to vote on the superlatives, okay. aka which housewife for which. So the first one I have is most likely to have a great second season. Ooh. Kendrick, you can go first. You're the guest. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it... Believe it or not, I, you know what? I think once she got out that closet and once she had that reunion last season, <laughs> I think people are way oh. more open to Mary Cosby. I think Mary Cosby is going to kill it second season. And I think, yeah, mm. I won't say more because I think it might be another question. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. My, my vote is going to be Mary Cosby. Mary, I got Jesus on my mind, Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, well, when you put Jesus first, who do I choose? Um, let's see, <laughs> let's see. Um, I will say Meredith, and not because I think she's going to be my queen, but I mm. feel like the reception mm. of her last year was either like she gave nothing, which a lot of people weren't saying that. Like most people were on the side of like, she's so cool, mother of dragon, mm -hmm. she's our lady. Right. Like they just, like, <laughs> they gave her so much and I didn't know what they were giving it to her for. But I think <laughs> this season for all of us that were secretly like, wait, why is Meredith on the show? I think it will clarify that for us. So for that, mm -hmm. I will say she's gonna have a good season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
she's given a lot more energy than she was last season. Because last season, I thought like, you know, her and Lisa with the matching outfits mm-hmm. at, the, at the quote unquote Met Gala, how appropriate. And, and you know, them with the matching suits on and stuff. You it, it was really cool. I liked to watch it. I was like, okay, this is cool. She wasn't the most memorable, but you know, whatever. But this season, it seems like she took that criticism. She was like, oh no, I'm coming for that number one spot. The person y'all tried to make queen going to jail. So I'm just going, let me just slide in and take that spot right quick. I think she's like, I don't know. I mean, this is all alleged. Uh, I don't know if it's a drug <laughs> cocktail, but I will say noticeably last season, it did seem like she was on some downer. She just seemed mm-hmm. medicated. And mm-hmm. it, it seems like this season either she completely stopped taking the meds or um, she's taking some uppers to counter the downers, if you feel me. There was one scene in particular that's coming up next week, I believe, in the preview. Her eyes were dilated as fuck. And she had like an empty stare. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she was getting hyped. It was She was talking to Seth in the kitchen. So look, look for that. But it was looking like, I was like, oh, okay, okay. So she's changed her medicine, if you will. And she, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. You got to step it up. I get it. <laughs> um okay <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> next i have best dressed oh i caused a little controversy on okay let, let me let me clarify okay i have never <laughs> said that mary cosby was the best dress i just said i don't think she's as bad you know like i get it okay i'm from the south and you know she dresses like a first lady to me like when you told me that mary you know if you just threw mary at me i'd be like lord what the hell she got on but when you say this is mary she the first lady at a church i'm like oh okay sister kind of sharp okay you did it froze a little bit so i won't give her that title but i'll probably give it to Probably the friends, either Lisa or Meredith, maybe. Um, Whitney okay. does Whitney does good, you know, good makeup and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I never really remember what she wears. And I feel like Lisa and Meredith kind of, I don't know, they they counteract each other a lot on purpose. And I kind of like that. A little Tia Tamara energy. Okay. So the twins, you chose the twins. Okay. The twins, yes. <laughs> I'll choose Jen. And again, my reasoning is maybe I don't love her outfits the most, but I will say she has an impressive closet. So I'm going to give her best dress because I think if she wanted, if she could piece things, if she simply brought a stylist in to put the outfits together, I think the pieces are there. The pairings may not be. So I would oh. like to see, even in this like first episode, I was like her fit. I don't know. Again, it's not about her surgery, but her face looked a little refreshed. Her hair looked done a little bit better. The clothes mm-hmm. looked a little more iron. She just looked a little more put together. So I'm gonna give it to her. Iron, child. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, most likely to have a major fight this season. Oh, I think that's an easy one. Uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna get that one to Jen. I'm sure she's gonna be. Swinging like <laughs> swinging like Erica Jane at every chance she gets. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to her. I she look, it's gonna be a difference though. Cause I think you know a lot of people are still for some odd reason they confused about where Erica stands on a lot of stuff. You know, they're confused about well, maybe she didn't know, maybe she did. I don't know. But I think you know, Jen loves the attention. 
Jen wants to be a housewife more than anything else in life. Like if Sharif told her either you choose me and our marriage or the housewives, I think she would have to give it a lot of thought because she don't want to turn down being on the housewives. So I think that anybody that's willing to give it to her this season, she's going to take it and she's going to give it right back. Okay. Okay. Who's going to be duking it out? I'll give it to <laughs> Lisa Barlow because A, mm. she met with Mary's, a scene I'm truly on the edge <laughs> of my seat for when she meets with yes. Mary's former congregation member. I believe there's no way there's not going to be a fight as a result of that. <laughs> so that has to happen. And then also her avoiding Jen and the way she flips on Jen, it seems, I believe. And her and Meredith, like, I just think Lisa has a few irons in the fire, if you will. Yeah, okay. that's a good point, because I think the scene they showed where they were, uh, <laughs> when they were telling her that, you know, Lisa had met with this guy from the congregation or whatever, Mary went back to her natural hair. So I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, it's, it's going down now. I don't know. You know, they these Salt Lake City Housewives, for some reason, they try to, you know, they you know jen when she about to get arrested she had the braids and you know mary took you know she got the you know they talked about my natural hair last season my wigs my wigs so now she trying to freshen it up you know i she did have the pineapple going i know exactly what scene i cannot wait i'm so yes and she looked darker in that scene didn't she (laughs) (laughs) she suddenly halted all bleaching treatments she stopped her bleaching right she stopped her bleach, got a tan, mm-hmm. and she's currently using the Jergens tan extender lotion. So Come on, Jergens. <laughs> she done whipped the wig off and threw some equal styler in it, and she said, Fuck Right. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. And, and you know what? And that is proof that sometimes bullying works, okay? <laughs> we got her to get her shit the fuck together. Put down the bleach and pick up the got-to-be hairspray and glue that wig on right. Yes, right. the got-to-be. Get the flyaways. Get a nice little hard brush. And get, get the got-to-be and smooth yeah. that shit Put down. Put some concealer God. on that part and let's see some scalp, honey, okay? Right. All right. Do you have a hot comb? All these questions. (laughs) We had questions. You know, she told us at the reunion that uh, for some reason, I guess all year, her black hairstylist was unavailable. So I guess she she available again now. So kudos to whoever is doing Mary's hair in Salt Lake City. Praise him. You are doing the Lord's work. Yeah. And he is. Um, okay, a couple more. Most likely to fade into the background this season. Mm. Ooh. I'm gonna give it, this might be unpopular opinion. I'm gonna give it to Heather. I think Heather, Uh. she's so grounded sometimes, except with that ridiculous ass Watch What Happens Live appearance this week. I don't know what that was about, but uh, other than that, I think she's so grounded that grounded people tend to get lost in the mess of a season like this. Like mm. I don't, I don't know who you can relate it to on Beverly Hills, but when there's this much going on and you gotta, you know, talk about somebody getting arrested and all like that, I think she's gonna be too focused on having Jen's back that they, you know, everybody else gonna be coming for that lady and she's not gonna know what the hell to do. So I think, you know, she might go from fan favorite to not, not bottom of the totem pole but she gonna be in that kind of worst place where it's just like real middle of the totem pole like not yeah. polarizing at all mm-hmm. 
she might be a little hard one this season. Which is an interesting thing because they're obviously like kind of painting her out to be, you know, the HBIC because she's she's middle snowflake right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Huh. All right. Jay? I mean, I'm going to have to agree with Kendrick. I would love to come up with a separate <laughs> answer, but that seems the most... She, quiet as is kept, was the least interesting for me last season. So, <laughs> And I, the people she, loved her. I was and very... And the people insane. loved her. Yeah. It's like Meredith, at least, it was like this weird cold energy she was always wearing blazers in a house and I, and I don't you know what I mean I was like it's weird like something weird is going on but Heather it wasn't even weird it was just like like you said worst place to be which is in the middle and I have no feelings and then she made the weird a couple black dick jokes and it's like okay and then like even in this episode I had to skip ahead a little bit but she's like I want my daughter to be a good time girl I want her to show her titties on campus like I'm just like I don't know how I I don't know if I love her or align with her in any way. I just think we're two ships passing in the night. So, yeah, Heather. Okay. Um, This one, I think, personally, is going to be kind of hard. But best husband. Oh, you know what? This actually isn't hard for me, and I've gotten a little slack for this answer. I really like... Uh, John Barlow, Lisa's okay. husband. I feel like okay. he's he's really grounded, great dad. You know, he's just you know I I, sh- I feel like I should say Sharif, but I don't know. I feel I don't know why, but I get a feeling that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes with that marriage in mm-hmm. general than they're letting on. So like I'm a little apprehensive. It damn sure ain't Robert Senior, so I'm not gonna say him. Uh, <laughs> Just by process of elimination, I kind of, I kind of really, really like John Barlow, so I'm gonna give it to John Barlow. Mm. <laughs> I can't okay. say the same. I can't. <laughs> John is to me Lisa's personal assistant, who she sleeps with sometimes. I don't know. They just yep. have like a very hot energy. Um, I'm gonna give it to this new lady, Jenny. Her and her husband. I mean, we don't oh, really yeah. know what will come. But he seemed like a cool guy, just like a chiropractor who's just kind of chill. I don't know. I mean, later he says, why don't we have an open relationship, which I'm curious why he said that. So mm. may- I don't know, but they seem to talk things out. At least he was telling her in a conversation versus like fucking some hoe and being like, I don't know. But we don't know the context. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn. But he seems like he has potential to be cool. And the husbands on this show are so shitty that I can only hope he beats them all out. That's true. And you know what? I, I don't hate seth marks either i don't either yeah he was doing a lot of thirst trapping last year too on instagram so i'm I'm not mad at (laughs) seth marks i'm really not mad at seth marks and he don't hate him as much as meredith seemed to hate her own husband last season yeah she hated him yes i was literally about to say he seemed like he takes a a punching from her often so (laughs) yeah all the husbands here just seem like punching bags something about him is so passive it's weird like even Sharif seems passive, and it's like you're supposed to run the show, my man. She talks about you like your coach, right? <laughs> I, I wonder. Know. Do you think that it's because? Do you think there are like power struggles at play in these relationships? Because when I think about Salt Lake City, it does seem like the uh, wives are more sort of breadwinner than the men are. Mm. So, do you think that play maybe? Because, or maybe I'm am I off? Because oh, they I guess Lisa and John own that company together maybe i don't know i think meredith maybe does a little more than uh not a little, a little more you know what i'm being shady but i think she <laughs> make, maybe makes a little more than 
him, but I don't even know that. I think he works. Uh, look, I'm all in this man business. I think he works for Overstock.com, and that's what <laughs> brought. I think that's what brought him to Ohio. So, look, I've been all in these people business. His business. I thought you were just gonna say like, oh, he's a reseller. Like they said, you said no. Actually, I went to his LinkedIn profile, and I can actually say confidently that he works for Overstock. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in him. Look, I be I be all in these damn people business. Let me stop. I need to get a hobby. I need to go on a circle and get my life together. That's what Lord I need to do. Jesus. You said, <laughs> you said overstock. Um, I don't, yeah, maybe it's something with their culture overall. May, I don't know, but the, the mm. men on here just seem, even like Whitney's husband is supposed to be like, their dynamic basically is that she's the sugar baby and he's the sugar daddy. That's their vibe. Like, mm-hmm. But even then he doesn't seem like he wields that much power. It seems like if Whitney said, we're moving to Maine tomorrow, he would be like, okay. Like, it just... Right. Weird. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I had to choose somewhere uh, obscure, and that's why I chose Maine. Hey, <laughs> to that... You know what? I always kind of... I don't know. I, I feel like that marriage is a little weird, too. Not because of, like, them together, but mm-hmm. I always feel like there's such sexual tension between her and his sons has anybody else got, like i don't know why i just feel like they so close in age too shay but it yeah, seems like right it's just like they all together and they talking it seems like they really like her and shoot they got all the same friends so here it would make sense for them to date and not them dating their granddaddy but you know oh well I can, we'll, we'll t- we need to talk about that later in that scene because honestly i have a whole like scenario <laughs> in my head so I, so, I feel you. <laughs> it's on the show. Um, okay. I, I only have two more. Okay. So, I mean, I guess this kind of goes without saying now, but like most likely to have marriage problems was one of my, my other one. I think we gave it to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally any of them. Right. <laughs> it's my answer. Yes. And then lastly, I just have most likely to backstab a friend this season. Oh, hmm. I'm. You know what? I'm a. I, this might be a random turn that we're not expecting. I'm gonna say Jen. I think Jen hmm. maybe because I think she's gonna need to get the heat off of her a little bit. Like I think she's gonna love being in the spotlight, but then it's gonna get a little too deep, and so mm-hmm. she gonna have to throw somebody else under the bus in order for her to get out from under the bus. So and then it's gonna be a whole thing. I don't know if it's gonna be. It ain't, it's not gonna be Heather because. Heather is team Jen till she die, apparently, nowadays. So maybe either Lisa or, I don't know, throw Meredith or Jenny under the bus. I don't know. But I, I feel like Jen is going to pull some stunts this season. Some stunts. Okay. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll have, I'll have to choose Lisa because I feel like it aligns with my answer earlier. I just think mm-hmm. Lisa is going to do the classic Satch thing and she's going to scam and she's – you know, she's ready to be your friend, but she's also ready to take her friendship away. Like, even just in this first episode, the way she wasn't willing to see Meredith's side, I'm like, I thought this was your sister. Like, I'm your twins. I'm confused. Like, Lisa seems to have no allegiances this season. So, I'll go yeah. Okay. Um, and, I, you know, I think that's it. We will send it off to the yearbook office and we'll see who wins. <laughs> um, but I will like to say that nobody voted for Whitney for anything. So what does that mean? Um, <laughs> whoopsie. Yeah, whoopsie. whoopsie. I actually like Whitney too. Maybe that's why I didn't vote for her for anything. But 
All right. So everyone, we're about to get into it. So we're talking about uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season two, episode one, Best of Frenemies. Um, this is the premiere episode, obviously. And I mean, let's get into it. I mean, before, obviously, like, what are we going to rate it, everyone? What's your rating? Kendrick, you go first. Ooh, I On actually. A plus the F scale. Okay. I actually, I really like the premiere. The first two minutes obviously kind of suck <laughs> you in regardless. So yeah. I, I like that. And anytime we get a really, really chaotic Mary Cosby scene, I'm all in. So you know what? I'm going to rate this pretty high. I'm going to give it, 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 it hooked me in for the season. I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay. I'm cool with a B plus. Like I was going to give it an A minus. So I'm beyond okay with a B plus. And I'm cool with just, an A minus. There we go. Well, look, and up suddenly it's an A minus. I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's something about premieres, like jumping back into a city. I always feel so happy. I mean, you end up getting yes. jaded or you end up falling in love with the season. That's just how it goes. But mm-hmm. pretty much every premiere, I'm like, oh, I'm just so happy to be back with these women. So Yep. Yeah, and if we hadn't, I kind of wish they hadn't spoiled the first two minutes because I feel like that also would have made us rated so much higher if we had never seen that scene. And that's right. how the season started mm. off. Yeah. Right. Because they honestly didn't have to leak that. Like, we were long <laughs> to watch anyway. Right. Because we knew what was coming up because it actually made, like, real live news. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they didn't have to, like, drop that little Easter egg. But I'm not mad that they did. It was still entertaining to watch. Yeah. So... Right. Going off of that, I'll also give it an A minus. And so I guess this premiere was an A minus. Um, so yeah, so I have like in my little notes. <laughs> so I see that it opens uh, with what we've seen again in the trailer sneak peek of Jen getting tipped off of her impending arrest. So I'm assuming she was on the phone with Sharif. She said, mm-hmm. hey, baby. So I'm thinking like, it's Sharif. My question is, everyone's like, oh, who tipped off the feds? I'm like, who told Sharif? Who t- tipped off the bed? <laughs> but who told Sharif to tell his girl, like, you need to go up that fucking bus? That's what I want to know. So, you know, the story that was circulating, like, back, you know, the day this happened, because mm-hmm. I feel like this is, a, this is a whole whirlwind of, like, when this happened, like, everybody, like, couldn't sit down in their seat. Like, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. So I remember I where think- I was when I heard the news. It's one of those situations. Oh, yeah. yes. Like, it, for me... <laughs> It's the same as like when we found out about Portia and Simon. Like that night, yes! I couldn't go to sleep. I could not go to sleep that night. Like I was, I was like, I'm like, what is happening? Because you know, I go so hard for Portia. I'm like, no, no, she's just kidding, y'all. She's just kidding. This is okay. So <laughs> you I'm have like, to stay up for the PR statement. You have to release right. the next morning. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it was too much. But I think that what they said was that uh, they came to the house first. Sharif was there, and then. I don't know if he told them where she was or what happened, but they came there. I don't know if they called Bravo or what, but they came there and then he tipped her off that they were coming. Somebody said that, you know what? It was a lot of lies that they don't, because someone else said that she jumped in the back of a trunk and got drove somewhere. So I don't know. I I don't know what happened. (laughs) Not a lot of lies. I was willing to believe anything at the time. (laughs) But I was obsessed with the idea. Oh, no, go ahead, baby. I was gonna say I love the idea of her jumping into that trunk. Like it's really do or yes. die. Like, I need to cross the fucking border. Like I need to get out of here. It's, um, it's giving like, narcos, narcos yeah. of the yeah. wire or something. <laughs> and I love it. I was 
obsessed with whoever it was that was ready to pick her up. It's like, okay, whatever. Sharif got the tip yes. off. He called her. Who was waiting in the wings to come swoop her up, like, and just oh drive my. her out? It reminded me of I've been watching Real Housewives of New Jersey season two, and if you remember that scene mm. where Kim G said Danielle had a fake and square tit, when she when Danielle <laughs> ran outside her car, someone was coming da- that guy Danny just to pick her up in that moment, like yes. not a second delay. <laughs> Ubers don't even come that fast, and you're paying these people. It's, How it's do you given have Kim and Croy? Given <laughs> Kim, Kim and Croy. Yes. Just having like <laughs> someone in the bushes waiting for the moment to have in the car. Croy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm just like, who is? We need to know. I hope we find out in this episode that the actual thing goes down. Like, who was in the driver's seat? Oh yes, because no, Croy I, I really used everything. to just sit there. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Corey Did he used to really just be outside. What was he doing when he was out? Just chilling? Like I want to know what he... these people do when they're outside. Oh my key God. in the ignition, ready to go. Like, wasting gas, don't give a fuck. Ready to go at a moment's notice. Right. O-M-G. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's no other point. There's no reason to me to kind of break down that scene because we'll get to it later on in the season. And we've already kind of explored it because it's already been leaked. So yeah. we fast forward a little bit and we realize that we're actually re- rewinding and it's two months prior now. Um, and we're getting a view of Jen's new home. So, I mean, is this an upgrade, downgrade? Like, what are, how are we feeling at home? I mean, it's Compared better than mine. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful but i mean you know it it feels like i don't know you always get kind of i'm always a little apprehensive when randomly a housewife just like switches homes especially one that they had like named and you know all like that the shaw chalet and so you know you're expecting them to be like this iconic resort that you know that's like the staple of the show so y'all moving right after the first season i don't know it's a little that feels a little sketch but with that being said beautiful house <laughs> beautiful. <home. laughs> it would be like lvp moving into villa rosa for one season like that's so right ridiculous if it's like, really yeah. your house <laughs> like girl um, who got these swans <laughs> who's taking these swans <laughs> and the ponies in a bag right um it is cuter than the other chalet i like it because it's smaller that other house just felt like you could like it echoed mm-hmm. like it just felt so empty and at least mm-hmm. this house is like approachably big and but i did like that she said that the lease at the shaw chalet came to an end and i was like you know what i'm very glad you said lease i'm really 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 glad you right mm-hmm. so she just leased another am right, I, pretty much am i tripping though like i thought this was a whole thing between her like most random beef in history but i thought this was a whole thing between her and brandy redmond from, yes okay i just thought i'm like didn't brandy said like she was renting her house and then jen was like i don't rent no house and now she's like i rented my house like yeah. is that not what happened <laughs> she had been outed I don't so know. she had no choice but to say like you know what i sure did lisa you know what right fuck it child and the feds are on her now. Now she want to say she leased it. Like, shit, that don't belong to me. Don't come looking for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's Stu House. I know that's right, Jen. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> okay. So, obviously, so then Lisa comes over. She's visiting Jen. Are we feeling Lisa and Jen's new friendship? 
I got to be honest, I didn't really see it coming to this level. Um, but I guess it kind of really started on the reunion. Like, they were kind of like friends already tighter than I thought that they were. I'm with Meredith in that. Like, I didn't know that they were that close all of a sudden. Um, and so they seem to have taken it into this new season now. <sighs> Do you like it? Do you feel like it's genuine? Do you feel like Abby, I mean, Jay's already said that she thinks Lisa's going to be a backstabber this season. So maybe you don't <laughs> think it's genuine. But. Yeah, I don't have to give my two cents. I'm curious to hear what you have to say, Kendrick. Uh, it, it, you know what? It feels like both of them at the reunion were on their last leg with the entire group. So mm-hmm. it's given uh-huh. me, I don't know, it, it's given me Wendy and <laughs> Karen vibes. I don't know. Like you, they, <laughs> the feel, they feel right. It's the friendship scraps. <laughs> yeah. They just, they, they feel they're like both the, the, the runts of the litter right now. And right. so, you know, they're just keeping an eye on each other, basically. Exactly. Also, just to liken it to BH, it's a Garcelle Sutton. It just seems like a, mm-hmm. you know, a friendship of convenience. Like, look, we at the bottom here. You want to be friends? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh. Damn. That one worked right. out, though. The, 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 the last two picks of the dodgeball team. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, okay. And so also when this, you know, whole discussion with Lisa's happening, she, uh, Jen reveals that she and Sharif almost got a divorce um, and, and he went as far as to contact a divorce attorney. And so I like literally put down like, are we shocked? Is that the full story? Did he know what was happening with Jen in terms of the scamming? Cause that's what I want to know. I always mm. want to know, do the spouses know? Because in this case, Sharif is like equivalent to like an Erica Jane. Erica's right. claiming that she mm. didn't know Sharif, like not knowing, does he know? Like, is it really possible to not know completely what your spouse is doing? Like, I just, in terms of money, like other things like cheating and such, I feel like it, it's definitely possible. But in terms of money, it's just like, don't you have a suspicion? I'm like, there's no way you're making that much or there's no way you're bringing in that doing what you're claiming that you're doing. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I agree. It's, it's, I don't know where <laughs> I always think of it. I have a whole scale where I think of it in terms of uh, is it on one end with Joe and Teresa or is it on another end with Apollo and Phaedra? Like, you Lord. just don't know. <laughs> you don't know where it falls in between all of that. Tom and Eric, you just don't know. And it feels, I'm always apprehensive when a couple, like somebody in a marriage says they never know like what's going on with the finances and all that stuff. The only reason I would give Coach Shaw the benefit of the doubt is because he's somebody that travels so much. So like he's not at home a lot. So I would get it like you just looking at a bank account like, oh, okay, I got enough to buy lunch today. I, I ain't got nothing to worry about. You know, he don't really have to, I guess, worry about the day-to-day of the household since he does have to travel so much for football. So I would give him the benefit of the doubt for that reason, but I don't know. I'm still, you know, I look at everybody sideways. I'm a little bit, you know, I guess the, I'm a little pessimistic. I don't know. The word on the curb last year was that he wasn't actually staying at that rented chalet. He was staying at the house they actually lived in, that little four-bedroom house. Not little. That four-bedroom home they lived in. And so some of the times it seemed that he was out of town. He was simply at the home they actually lived in. Um, <laughs> down the street with the kids. Like, not down the street down the street hilarious um so with that in mind 
what I feel is that he definitely knows and that's why he stays the fuck away from her and like he knows that she has this money to do all this crazy stuff and that it's not coming out his pocket like (laughs) he has known if she's been doing it for a long time even remember when Heather said in that reunion she was like one time she took me to Vegas we went to One Oak and we just had dinner and it was taking lobster and I don't know what she does but she makes so much money like I'm sure Sharif's been to a few of those events where he's like you know what I mean you don't just sit there and be like okay yeah from this marketing business she does yeah sure and she's meeting with these sleazy dudes in Vegas yeah this is totally a legit job like I'm Ooh. sure Sharif is aware of what's happening and like you said I think the divorce like him doing that is just like when Erica decided to leave and pack her bags when Tommy was at work it's the same thing it's like oh fuck it's about to hit the fan I gotta go I don't know what Jen now what did Jen say to talk him out of it I don't know but uh, right. I believe Sharif is very aware I believe it too you just convinced me you convinced me Ugh, I think I, you convinced I, me I'm I don't just... think we can say Erica <laughs> fully knew and Sharif didn't like I, I don't know I, I have uh-huh. a tough time with that so I think both yeah yep you're right because I, you know what as big of a Phaedra fan as I was, I was always in the back of my head, kind of like, <laughs> like you, okay, fine, right, you know. I hate you for putting Phaedra on the other side of the scale because her and Apollo were fully in cahoots. I cannot get were. over that. <laughs> as you see, my scale doesn't tip too far. Like it's all kind of, it's like it's not one to ten. It's kind of like eight and Five. a half to ten. Like, right, <laughs> right, because Teresa knew ish. Like she didn't right. really know, but she knew ish. Right. She knew. Phaedra she was, knew oh Lord. She mm. was the plant inside. She was the one that was supposed to be like the dirty cop. She Let me tell you, <laughs> I never, and this was like, this was something that I don't even think ever made the show. This is just me like being so invested, like back in the day in okay. season three of Housewives or season four or five, whatever it was. I, you know, when <laughs> I can't even laugh, <laughs> it was when <laughs> I think, and you know, what was the woman? Angela Stadden? Was that yes, her name? Angela Stadden. Yes, when absolutely. she she told everybody, like she did an interview somewhere, and she was like, and that's why Phaedra, y'all think she just want another degree and she uh want to be uh mortuary sciences. She got that so she can bury them, you know, like talking about like, this whole conspiracy <laughs> with uh them charging people money for these fear. I was like, <gasps> and I was like, it all makes sense. But then I was like, you know what? Let me not do this because let me not be a part of bringing Apollo and Phaedra down, they're going to go down on their own. So let me jump out of it. <laughs> I need to read Angela's tell-all book. I believe Same. it would be extremely enlightening. And I have always wanted to read it. I just have never purchased a copy. But I don't know. This may tip it over the edge. Oh, my God. Let me get on Amazon right now. Right. I need that book. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um. <laughs> wow. Uh. So the other thing I had a question of, because I, I guess this is what Jen was citing as the reason kind of for the breakdown of her marriage was that like Sharif wasn't there, I guess, for either the death of her father or the funeral or old question mark. And so mm-hmm. I'm just curious as to whether for you both, would that be like a deal breaker if like your spouse wasn't around when your father passed or whoever is the most important you know, parental figure in your life if when they were around or if they didn't make it to the funeral. Like, is that, like, something you would hold for? 
we it's funny you say that because we actually have like a saying i don't know if it's uh just like my family or what it is but my cousin always says that like you know like if you're dating somebody you know if you want to marry that person based on how they are during like a time of grief for your family so like when Mm -hmm. somebody dies that's when either they like step all the way up or they tend to just like be however they are and that's like Mm -hmm. when you really determine so that would probably it'd probably be an issue for me because like that's a big thing to miss out on like i'd be oh i don't know if you know they're already married so i guess i would like try to work through it for the sake of you know i we we already live in the same house so i guess we're gonna try to work it out but i Mm -hmm. it's it's one of them things where it's like that's that's like the the most baseline time to give somebody support and you can even do it then so that's that's kind of if i'd be in my bag at that point Mm. (laughs) yeah i agree i don't think it's something well, remember at the reunion last year, he was like, oh, yeah, you said I wasn't I wasn't there for the funeral, but I was holding your dad's hand basically when he died. And it's like mm. it goes back to wait. So Sharif, this guy who's like a special coordinator, like at best, like on the team, not even like I mean, it's not like this is Fuck you. It's not like it's a Big Ten school. I mean, it's it's simply Utah. I mean, it's no offense to Utah, but it's simply Utah football. He couldn't miss a game. I need the logistics. And if he couldn't miss a game, we need the head coach or whoever is in charge to come on the show and have a quick talking head where they confirm or deny if Sharif could have been at the funeral because I don't see how he could not have missed it. I, that, right. I feel like he didn't want to be there. Why else was he not there? Right. Mm. Agreed. Not just Utah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Not the SEC. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I it's don't her know. saying that she needs the actual head coach to come and just <laughs> and talk about why his little side coach. Why the special teams it. coordinator couldn't make it to a funeral. I do need to know. I'm sorry. Oh, snap it won't take but a second yeah. confirm or deny thank you <laughs> I, he could I, zoom I, in yeah. or right <laughs> we could have had him on the flat screen tv at the reunion last year they'd have three right. fucking parts couldn't have brought him on jesus um damn you know what i do think that would be kind of an issue for me uh one of the reasons one of the perks i guess to being in a relationship especially like a marriage is having somebody to share things with like beyond obviously like happy memories but also sad shit why do I want to go to my own dad's funeral on my own like you know what I mean like it's a time of grief I want to be surrounded by everybody people that love me people that knew him um people that understand our relationship whether it was good or bad so you not being there in the capacity that like a physical capacity is a lot granted you know again he was there up until I get that but like you know how everyone just feels like funerals are like those things where it's like this is your time to show up and show out damn near like especially like black funerals like it's a very big production <laughs> most of the time yeah, right. so, <laughs> you know because you got you got the wake you got the funeral you, know, you got the repast you got the drama that goes on with all it. I was like, it's <laughs> the drama that's the part that really tips i need you right. here for me with the drama it's gonna happen so so Ooh. you you not being there for some some fucking football game? Do we even remember that game? Who were you like fighting? And I said fighting, child. Who were you playing <laughs> against? If this was not I the mean, game to 
before was you get in the Rose Bowl. I don't understand That's why you couldn't miss a championship it. game. Did y'all even <laughs> fucking win? If y'all didn't even fucking win, then I'm definitely upset. Um, right. <laughs> right. So, so I can uh, I I kind of get Jen's side on that. Now, do I feel like she probably handled it the best? No, because clearly it doesn't seem like handling shit well is her strong suit. <laughs> but I do feel like. I think we can give her some grace with that. I feel like I would also be resentful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, another component that I that I feel like seems to be like a big thing in their relationship is that she converted her religion for him. And so I'm wondering, like, is that like a thing for you, YouTube? Also, like, would you convert your religion for somebody you're like seriously dating? Like, I, maybe not for like you know a regular date, but someone that you see that you can possibly be in a long-term partnership with or marry like could you see yourself converting a religion we'd have to be like <laughs> we had to <laughs> been like married for five or ten years before we even had that conversation i don't need yeah. that that's that's a lot like i need to know if you my forever before i do that like that's because i feel like that's a big conversation like that's one that's like it's finances and it's religion like those yeah. two things mm-hmm. got to be in balance. So you feel you, you gotta already be married before you do that. Yeah, I don't I'm definitely yeah. not somebody. If I go through all that and then I get left high and dry at the altar, oh you and your God <laughs> <laughs> got to talk to me. <laughs> You're like in a temple like doing a traditional Jewish wedding right. and like you get left at the altar. <laughs> and it's just me, me up there looking dumb. <laughs> I didn't pay for all this food. Looking crazy. With a yarmulke on, looking crazy. Right. <laughs> I, he is standing at the temple, y'all. <laughs> Going to the chapel and we... Um, oh, okay. God. So, that's a funny image. Okay. I mean, Jay, do you feel the same? Like, or... Um, I've, I'm in a weird place with religion where, like, I used to... I went through a phase where I was like, uh, religion, like, uh, what is that? Fuck that, organized religion. I can't believe people <laughs> believe that. But I've come to a place where I'm like settled within. I'm like, you know what? Everyone has to get through the day some way. Like some people, mm-hmm. that's, Absolutely. you know, drinking. Some people's using. Some people, it's us <laughs> watching TV. Some people, it's religion. Like, and it could be multiple things. And I'm like, and I can't look at it like that because it really, yeah, you know, there's some devils in the church, but there are also a lot of people who really gain a lot from it. And I can't have that attitude toward it in any religion. Like I can't be like that. So mm-hmm. I've come, mm-hmm. so since I'm in that place of peace with religion, like honestly, like I would, I think I do have to get married first. I'm not doing it while we're dating. I don't believe in you enough, but we can talk <laughs> about it like after the honeymoon, like I'm open to it, but right. it has, to, okay. we got to get married first. And I don't know if we need to melt and I'm open to melding. It's half Christian, half, whatever you are, religion, weddings, that's fine. And we'll talk about it later. But like, you're not about, I'm not about to be doing it while we're dating. I look crazy. Right. Mm. Now somebody come over from, you know, Dubai or something and they a multi-billionaire, <laughs> then that's another story. You know? Oh shit. Then, <laughs> and then you like, whatever. Right. <laughs> <I'll lie. laughs> yeah, this. definitely. Like, week, you know. No <laughs> problem. Right. I will stop eating pork today. Like, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Before I would broke. stop, you know, and and Jay knows I'm a pork lady. Um, yeah, you love I mean, pork. <laughs> I will eat pork. Okay, I might as well be Puerto Rican at this point. Like I eat a lot of pork, but <laughs> I, I will give up a baby back rib. Okay, if he's a multi billionaire. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think I feel as strong as you. I don't think I would have to get married first just because mm-hmm. that would kind of defeat the purpose because a lot of times they want you to convert because there's a lot of things that go into uh, certain cultures, um, like marriage ceremonies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think I necessarily would have to be married first. But it's definitely not me converting because I feel like, oh my God, this is the one, this is the one I'm going to be with. I'm doing this for for him. I think it's like, you know what? I've explored a religion. I like it. I don't mind kind of thing. Um, but I also only really see me doing that for like, maybe like Judaism. I feel like I can convert mm. to that and, and be okay. I've, I've done the Catholicism thing. It's not my thing personally. But that conversion is not much of a conversion either from like being Christian. So maybe I could do it. Mm-hmm. Do I have to go to church? Can I go to my own church? Do I have to go to Catholic <laughs> church? As Jenny alludes later on in this episode, like the sit, kneel, stand, sit, kneel, stand. It gets real tiring. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but I don't know. I guess I could. But the problem is, is that does it build resentment later? <laughs> do you feel like, okay, yeah. I did all this for you and like you couldn't even come to my father's funeral? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Because you did, you, I was just going to say this whole hypothetical kind of got me in my feelings. Because now, like, I'm going <laughs> through the motions in my head. I'm like, now, wait a minute. Why couldn't you convert for me? Like, why, why the conversation got to be, do I want to convert for you? Why you can't convert for me? And so right. now we argue, why now we caught off the become... engagement. Say it again, babe. I was saying now we can call it off the engagement. It's a lot. A lot goes through my head. It's you know. Yeah. <laughs> not called the engagement job. Why? You, why are you imagine your breakup? Yeah, it's that's all you see with this scenario is your relationship ending in shambles. Like you see, I see it, it always going bad. It's bad. But, I mean, uh, I guess it's that, that Scorpio a... moon for real. It's popping up. Right. It's okay. You want death on your I relationship? Guess I get it. But that think... in and of itself is the, is the answer. He's already trying to break this relationship. The fuck yeah, up. he's right. with. Um, um, that's why I said like why. Why can't we have a 50-50 wedding where we do some like chic new way of a wedding and we meld our stuff? Why does it have to be a hundred that way or a hundred that way? Like, right. if you yeah. fuck with me and I fuck with you, come on, you can lean and I can lean. And then if we want to talk about converting later, we can do that. But come on, don't do that. Mm. So I, like I said, like, as I was watching, I just, those questions came to my head because those, those are really big issues. It's again, like what Kendrick was saying, like there's things you don't talk about. It's like being at dinner. You don't talk about politics. You don't talk about religion. And here it is. This guy is basically making her <laughs> change like a lot of those things. And so, yeah, I think that would build up some resentment. And I think it just came out to play for her. Um, so fast forwarding a little bit, they're having, they're still, you know, talking, whatever. And they, I mean, like Jen and Lisa. And so Lisa says that the Jen versus Meredith issue is the same as lisa versus like whitney and heather do you guys agree on that <laughs> like is it the same level <laughs> because she's saying that this is like hypocrisy that meredith is mad at her about being friends with jen because she allows meredith to be friends with whitney and heather this whole lisa versus heather and whitney thing is confusing to me like, I never understood what the real, like, crux of it was. Like, is it just that they're saying Lisa looks down on them? Or is it really about being a good time girl? Like, I don't I don't get what the, like, I get 
Meredith versus Jen. Like, I know you feel like she's constantly talking about your child online. Like, I get that. That's a tangible yeah. kind of thing I can dissect. I still don't really know. It feels like Lisa, Heather, and Whitney can just sit in a room and iron this shit out. Like, I don't know. But I mean, I guess Jen and Meredith could too, but they not sure. Who the hell knows? It's mm. not, it's like not the same, but it kind of is. I don't know. I just feel like it's not the same, but it is if we break it down to the most bare bones part of it, which is you both right. have an issue with a woman and you want me to side with you. So I think they should be able to see each other's perspective, which is kind of what I was saying earlier. I think it's weird that they can't see each other's perspective on it. I, again, they both kind of need to bend on it, but mm-hmm. mm, it's a weird argument to me. Huh. Um. I agree. I don't think it's necessarily the same, but I think they're both kind of dumb. I mean, I guess Meredith is worse. Because you are talking about my child. Like, you know what I mean? Like, stop doing that. Especially with something as sensitive as sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jen is and, dead ass wrong, for sure. Right. right. And, and, and Jen's not the only one. Like, a lot of us kind of, I think, came to con- just jump to conclusions upon watching Brooks, <laughs> but then it is. <laughs> and I, you know what? And maybe... Maybe this is not okay to say, but I will continue to take my hot take because I saw what I saw and I and I see what I see. Because but I if he doesn't know, want to say it, that's I've fine. Seen. Yeah, you know, I too have grown up with a brother who, you know, slowly but surely came out of the closet. <laughs> um, and it is a journey; they have to go through that on their own. However, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> not that Brooks is giving us much to refute here, but. <laughs> It is true that he has not said anything himself, at least out loud, like on TV, and he yeah. doesn't necessarily need to, but it is kind of fucked up that Jen, you're claiming to be this family friend, and you're out here liking tweets saying that I'm a twink. You can't do that. Like- <laughs> a privileged twink at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping um, because, like, I, I did an episode, and I talked about uh, this Salt Lake City episode, and for the life of me, I was like, I could have sworn that, like, but then when I thought about it, it was definitely social media. Everyone was like, oh, we love a, a gay king. We love a gay, you know, we got our first gay son. And then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> he's still figuring things out. It's like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't called it too early. Shit. Right. <laughs> Give him to like season five or six. You know, he'll figure it out by the end. <laughs> It's not funny, but it kind of is funny. How it is so are. funny. Yes. Everyone did jump to the conclusion. You're absolutely correct. Because after, as soon as it premiered, the live tweets were all like, Brooks, our gay king. It was all yes. of that. Yeah. 100%. I might have been one of them. <laughs> Shit. Right. I, I'm like, I thought we all agreed. I thought we all knew. I didn't realize, right. you know, he's still kind of in the struggling phase. But um, <laughs> we're here to support, Brooks. And you know what else? It might have been Jen Shaw's fault too, because she's on, you know, she was all on Watch Rabbit's Live and and uh, on the show talking about he's never seen a vagina before anyway. And so I thought I was like, yeah. oh, well, you know, that, that makes sense, I guess, you know, gold star. So I, I don't know. I, Jen, maybe you do, <laughs> you owe that lady an apology. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's layered, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, never, you, you owe a few people an apology, goddammit. Yeah, for right. sure. One of them's married. With the I'm grandmas sorry. across the states, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the ones you would tell them they social security fucking expired. Um, <laughs> and that leads me to my next note, which I put mm-hmm. Easter egg or premonition. 
quote unquote, girl, you know I'll go to jail for you. I haven't gone to jail yet. <laughs> she she must love Lisa. <laughs> you had it there, clink clink. I mean, That's why I was like, is she trolling us? Does she know what's right. coming? Tell why Jen is she don't doing drop this? The soap, clink clink. <laughs> <laughs> She, she, had to know. she has to be trolling. She, she has trolling. to have known mm-hmm. that they were on her back. Right. It's two months before. It's not that. And again, the, the feds have been investigating her for years. Two months before, shit is A hot. Decade. You know it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. She knew that the block was hot. She knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knew. I mean, and, and you know, when you're in this business, you got to know. It's only a matter of time. Like, mm-hmm. I, quite mm-hmm. honestly, she got away with it for a long time. Right, you and know when somebody gonna kick the door in. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You and that's how the feds be with, with you. They be collecting. They they'll collect evidence for years, and you'll be like, "Oh, I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm good. I'm getting away with it. I'm good. I'm good." Right, and then you're not good. You, you start <laughs> to see some of your corner boards. <laughs> for ten fucking years is a long ass time. Yeah. A long, that's a long time. fucking time to be scamming, and no one says anything. Same thing with Mr. Girardi. You were scamming for right. years. That's years. A scam. He's a scam king. Because he is <laughs> he is spam. No, he's the Bernie Madoff of law. Like oh, yes. Sure. Where you quite literally screwed hundreds of people. Oh yes. Who were already screwed to begin with, theoretically. I mean, they they're mm. they're losing, you know, spouses, they're losing children, they're losing all sorts of things. And you mm. say, you know what, I'm gonna make their life even more fucking miserable. I'm going to make them go through this whole court process and then not give them anything for it. That sounds about right. And then pull the coop defense and act like you didn't remember what you was doing 40 years ago. Man, get out of here. And then call my motherfucking line talking about, hey, it's Tom. I I know you're, I know you're, uh, (laughs) don't be so, where are you so sorry? I'm a good guy. I'm a good good guy. guy. (laughs) You know how that would work? I'm surprised somebody came and tried to shoot his ass up already. Right. Somebody did. They done broke into that man's house, and now Eric is telling some tale. <laughs> and he had, he, he had <laughs> to fight them, child. <laughs> Wait, just a quick side note about that. She said that he had to fight them, but then she said she he had no interaction with them, and that the stress of it simply triggered his glaucoma. And I'm See, like, wait, what? Did they stab she, him in the <laughs> eye, or was it his glaucoma? Right. And quite honestly, <clears throat> putting on my nurse hat, that's not what triggers glaucoma. Okay, not the stress of a burglar coming into your home okay right. um, <laughs> like the minute they come in you know, like everything goes one. fuzzy like please. like everything automatic all the pressure automatically shoots to your eyes uh, doubt it um right number one and number two she like should have just said he stories, popped a blood vessel or something come on that would have been more believable <laughs> he had an aneurysm because of all the pressure or something that would have made right. more sense and quite honestly, like I put on the fucking story, I, I'm I, I honestly believe that he's like fucking bionic man at this point because there's no way that he's yes. this oh. old. He survived a car flip, a burglar a situation, <laughs> all sorts of shit. Scamming for forty years, unscathed, untouched. Yeah. Tom could take a beat. Untouched, but now all of a sudden, within this last year, this man has been in car accidents. He's broken a leg. He's been robbed. He's been all sorts. Right, of he shit. Tum- his car tumbled down a cliff, and he was ejected from it, it and he survived. Down a cliff, True. it was ejected from it. All that happened is that he broke a leg and lost some consciousness. Question mark. Then right. she said he wasn't conscious, and then he was conscious. I, I, 
he was home during a burglary. Like, you know, people <laughs> usually wait for you to leave the house before they rob you. He was right there waiting on their asses. Ain't that some shit? See, <laughs> it's too much. Them. He's so brave and so, like, doesn't give a fuck that he came out and was like, what the fuck going on? Right. My my guy, Tom, was ready to die. He said, I'm going to confront these burglars. Because I got nothing to lose. He said, this I house is going to lose. fucking foreclosure anyway. They take this on the sheriff's sale tomorrow. Fuck right. it. He's like, What's I up? could probably die tomorrow. I'm going to die before this court case really comes to fruition. So let's go. <laughs> he like, Erica already took my chairs. Now y'all coming in here trying to take the most shit. <laughs> chairs and his champagne glasses. <laughs> if Erica don't get one, she, she like... <laughs> Again, talking of trolling, why are you trolling us like this? We're not. I know us. she's not trolling us. Let's be clear. It's not us. Okay. <laughs> People of our pigmentation are not fooled. Who right. she's fooling and laughing about when they leave her house, her little cottage home, like she likes to portray it as, <laughs> are these <laughs> these women on Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, and that's how, and the only person to call her out is the Southern woman and the Black woman. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Everyone else is coddling her. <laughs> crazy asses. Anyway. Yeah, they are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. <sighs> so then I go on to say um, I love second season because, you know, bitches always level up to some extent. <laughs> and so how do we feel about Meredith's new home? Because Meredith also got a new home. Um, there's a lot of parallels between Meredith and Jen right now. The whole marriage mm. trouble, but we're mm-hmm. resolving it. New home, new lifestyle. You know what I mean? Um, and whose house you like better, Meredith or Jen? From what we've seen, we haven't seen much, but I feel like I have an answer. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I feel like Jen is such a pizzazz person that she kind of gave me the first, the best first impression. I'll say uh, that my opinion might change, you know, down the line, but I think right now I'm gonna give it to Jen. Okay. I'm 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 gonna let her win one battle this season. Because <laughs> the feds won't. Yeah, they okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also I'm obsessed with whoever like the informant was who allegedly was like doing her glam. I'm just like obsessed with that. <laughs> <laughs> he um, and I cannot, I would love so he was no. like, you know what? <laughs> He didn't get paid. Um, and he was like, I'm about to expose her. Oh my the God. House? This is married to medicine all over again. Anila <laughs> <laughs> not paying these people. <laughs> See what happens when you don't pay? When you don't pay the hired help, child? Damn. Um, I, I wish mm-hmm. Meredith would have been more forthcoming about her lease as well. She made it seem as if she had truly moved. <laughs> and I'm like, that house was a pretty Airbnb last year. So you can feel free to say that she didn't. And that's Meredith and that's her own choice. But mm-hmm. I'll say I like Meredith's house better because I really like her view. Something about her view was just so mm, and like the way it was sitting. You could see it from the kitchen. You could see it from the dining room. You can see it from the living room. Immaculate. It's just like, Immaculate. it's every. We it's love really open spaces. Good. We love yeah. open spaces. <laughs> Um, so I'm giving it to her. Yeah, from what I saw of Jen, Jen's was also. But I, I still think Jen's was nice, and she decorated it nicely, or whoever she hired decorated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Meredith is a lot more open, a lot more modern, contemporary, um, a lot more neutral. Kind of like we're showing the house, you know, like for like real estate purposes, or like we bought it with the furniture inside, like the in you know, the stage furniture. 
I believe she's said, simply I, still renting. I don't think she owns this house either. I just think it's like another okay, Airbnb. and that would make sense because that's kind of how the decor feels. Yeah. That being said, it's so wonderful decor. It's so beautiful, and the, like you said, the views are amazing. Um, so I would go with Meredith as well. But I mean, I like both of them overall. They both upgraded it, at least I think to me. Um, (laughs) and so I go on and I'm uh, you know I'm fast forwarding whatever not fast forwarding but like you know what I mean moving on with the episode and I see like Heather is having this BYU bit where and where she constantly brings it up and talks about it like you know like she was a good time girl and um (laughs) in reference to her daughter who's now like you know trying to go to college and all sorts of things she doesn't want to go to it's BYU right Bram yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um she doesn't want to go there she wants to go to the west coast um and all sorts of things and so (laughs) i wrote that you know i got a hint to have there because if not for her we'd probably learn nothing about mormonism because none of the other (laughs) women on this show talk about it um beyond heather really and can that I means... always think of how you were obsessed with in season one, like my pioneer ancestors? Like that is very <laughs> It's given pioneer. I, you know what? What? Okay, so answer me this: what What religion is Mary? Pentecostal. Do we know? Oh, okay. Fuck you. I'm mixed Pentecostal. I mean, it's she's in a cult. I like I don't think trolling. it doesn't matter. Like she's in a cult, but like what is she calling it? I believe she is calling it Pentecostal. You know how so I know all of us are messy. Out here. We're not trying to say that Pentecostal is a cult. However, I have been mm-hmm. in Pentecostal churches and y'all do get buck. Even more than little Baptist <laughs> churches. It be getting real crazy in Pentecostal church, honey. Mm. See, and it gets crazy in Mary Church, so maybe. Maybe they calling her Jesus and shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> she said, "Y'all stingy." <laughs> she called them broke, and she said, "I don't want to associate with broke people." See, that's why I like Mary because she speaks the real. She's crazy, but she's right. Real. That's the thing. They they can't handle Mary. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> um. So the next scene, we're now we're at Whitney's house. And um, I guess she's having a party for her stepson. And, um, you know, she's closer in age to them. Like one of the oldest of the sons, I think was 29 and like Mary, not Mary, Whitney is 34. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) she definitely could just like be like an older sister to them. But like, I mean, whatever. We've already established that she was a secretary sugar baby whore and you know, <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect you know snatched her man i'm not mad at it you know what i mean her, she met her, her goal goals achieved check right. but um you know we don't have to talk about it this season but whatever she leaves with it and that's fine I, to me the most interesting part of that scene was that she dropped the cake three motherfucking times right and, uh, <laughs> i just want to know would you have at least eaten the cake if she had only dropped it once <laughs> you know Would what you yeah in that once drop cake i think so because when it first dropped it still had its shape and it's like if we just mm. you know get some of the excess off the you know off the top if i get to the core i think i can still eat this thing but <laughs> once it started getting misshapen and the candles start folding in on themselves i was out 
She okay. didn't obey the five second rule. Like it was, she yeah. she left it on the floor too long. I was like, damn, you know, had she, she was like looking at it in disbelief for too long, right? Um, and and what killed me is how you knew she was obviously drunk by this point. When she mm-hmm. picked it up the second time, she proceeded to hold it the same way and hold the same <laughs> amount of stuff in her hand. I was like, baby girl, it ain't worked the first time. Why are you think it's gonna work this time? Like, <laughs> right. And so the way they showed every frame of that, because you could see the accident about to happen. Like you see the cake leaning and leaning and her bending down and you're like, fuck, it's not gonna make it. <laughs> really, I don't know why it was so interesting to watch. It just was interesting to watch. <laughs> that whole party, may I go on an aside about that whole event? I'm sorry, I I'm felt sorry. like there was so much there. I um, don't know, well, it was a lot happening. It was like the bubble bath aspect of it yeah. was like this foam the party. The bubble bath jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. That was shocking to me. And then and then like she had her huge jugs out. Like you know she just got those fresh tits before the reunion last year and they're, mm-hmm. the knockers are out and she answers the door to her peers which are also her stepsons. She's like, "Hey guys, like <laughs> her, peers. Felt, her peers." It felt like the beginning of a porn and she felt like it she was going to like stepmom fucks three sons like <laughs> like it, it was like, given brassers it was it very was brassers. Brassers. and i was like what is happening here and then like also like a cuckold scene because i think her husband would be jacking off in the corner it just was all too much for me like i think right. he likes it, it like he was like kind of watching it like mm-hmm. getting aroused like probably when like She's like, oh yeah, like their friends are like friends I went to high school with. He is so turned on by that. And he like grips her neck at night when they're fucking like, oh yeah, you fuck with my you fuck that guy that came in earlier. Yeah, you fuck him. <laughs> like I think it's a whole dynamic. I do. It is. He's like, yeah, you class of 05, 05. <laughs> and then remember she said that she got married in her prom dress. Like all of that. I think it's like a part of their dynamic. He likes like well, I mean, yeah, she's the you know, he's the older woman, she's young young girl old man young woman like you know mm-hmm. like, one of those type of tropes he's like let me know um, how young you are like he wants you like acting 18 at all times barely legal type shit like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can see it that's just what very i saw family ties yeah very family ties kind of porn um <laughs> <laughs> like she might have accidentally blown one of the sons when they were in high school and like the dad knows he doesn't care like he thinks it's kind of cool like right. i think it's all part of it that sealed the deal actually so yeah. there we go <laughs> it worked out great for everyone <laughs> yeah he he needed a woman who would fuck one of his sons so yeah he loves it right i mean it happens in real life allegedly that's what happened with like diddy and one of his sons justin you know justin's the one it's a whore yeah i think they have both like slept with <laughs> the same girl at some point of course, um, they love this. Sometimes your types overlap, and you're single. You're single. <laughs> what are you sometimes, gonna do? I guess. Question mark. I would hate for mine to overlap. <laughs> My. <laughs> My brother told me he's fucked like an aunt or a mom or a few of girls. He's fucked. Like I think that's a thing. That's just like common. Wow. Wow. Oh. We'll talk. We'll talk about that in our revamp. <laughs> our revamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that after we revamp. Um, We'll put a uh, fucking special message alert. Don't listen to this with children around. Anyway, so um, talking facts with Mary Cosby. So we have the best part of the episode to me. Really? <laughs> so we have Mary Cosby who has decided that she's been talking to herself so much during the, the, the fucking <laughs> pandemic that she now needs a podcast. And it's titled, obviously, like I said, Talking Facts with Mary Cosby. And uh, she, you know, we learned that Mary's never fit in. 
she has smoked pot before um and she was quote unquote born for god and so <laughs> i mean are y'all listening to the podcast have y'all listened to the podcast um i, I, I couldn't find it <laughs> i couldn't find it nowhere <laughs> I searched high and low. I could not find the podcast. Someone sent me what they thought was the podcast, but it was literally like somebody had put like a mix of music together and like masked <laughs> it as a podcast. Like somebody literally like took their SoundCloud and like made it into a podcast and was like, y'all go listen to this shit one way or another. That, that was all that I could find. I could not find this podcast anywhere in existence. Anyway, I'm utterly I'm so flabbergasted mad. right now. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah, me? Oh my god! I went looking. I know it's funny that she has a podcast that doesn't exist, so that you couldn't find it. Like I don't know what is hilarious. <laughs> it's Mary, so like it might. You know what? It might be on like DoorDash or Uber Eats or some shit like that. You know, it might be somewhere where we can't find it. She it's definitely behind the paywall. Home. Is she definitely? She's <laughs> wanting that money. Maybe she's not giving it's only out shit for free. on like, <laughs> like Salt Lake City radio stations or something. Like it's only right. within that zip code or something. You hmm. know what it reminds me of? Maybe this is like the the Southern Baptist coming out. But I I remember like when we were kids, they would record like the pastor's sermon on like cassette tapes, mm-hmm. and then they would like the next week. You, you like place your orders and the next week they would give you your copy of the cassette tape. You know, they like pass the priest. He, he preached the word. Today. And they would like take their cassette tapes home so they could listen to his sermon over and over again. It gives me that kind of energy. I think she's saying podcast, but it might just be like, let me record this and then sell it to the, my cult following. And they, they're selling it like it's a bootleg DVD yeah. out of like right. Yeah, they sell it a CD. They sell it a CD outside of, of every... um every sermon it's like before you go in you know oh take take a you know take like uh what is it called it's not a brochure but something that the the program take the program CD. yeah see mary you giving these people credence now i think you're running a cult (laughs) now i think you're running a cult you have to be a member to hear this podcast so definitely right like (laughs) it's crazy um also, what was so shocking was, like, she referred to weed. Like, first she said, like, you know, pot. Then she said marijuana. Then she said tree. And I was like, wait, that's kind of hip. Like, I say tree sometimes. I'm like, what is, why is Mary, like, in the know? Like, you know, that she was like, yeah, I smoked a blunt. I'm like, wait, what? what's happening here? Like, <laughs> who is this lady? Like, Mary. Right. Just when you think you know her, you don't. You know, she's an enigma. For sure. And also, I'm she cut off it. the other guy that was talking. Yeah, I think he was going to say some more drugs he had done. Like, weed was not <laughs> where he was going to stop, and she really cut him off. And I love that, because she definitely knew it was going to a place. Oh, yes. He was, he was about to talk about tying off and everything. It's like, yeah. wait, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> like, wait Black a minute, tar, hold on. for <laughs> right. sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, I mean... Mary, if you're listening, um, we want to listen to the podcast. If you could release it to us regular <laughs> folk, not just those in your cult congregation, allegedly, um, I I would like to listen. I want to hear what Mary's facts are. Um, uh-huh. As would I. <laughs> I went. It, it's kind of sad because I, I went looking 
like I was going to go on her profile and like, see, you know how people like, you know, link in bio, you know, go, go check it out. But then I forgot she blocked my ass before season one. So yeah, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't exactly go look. So maybe it is out there. I don't know. Not before then, season one, you were on her ass. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> before season one, like an episode hadn't even premiered yet and she had blocked my ass. I was like, damn, what I do? <laughs> and here's like, like fascination with her reminds me jay of our friend kenny who like loves fucking uh what's her name from potomac sharice yeah. loves sharice. <laughs> it's just like the weirdest character to love like why she like stand sharice like she will hear no sharice slander like shasha is everything to her it's I'll so funny her. oh it's my just god like, you know, and that just proves there's somebody out there for everybody. everybody yeah. gotta, you got a fucking fan somewhere, bitch. Don't even worry about it. Okay. See? Robin Dixon <laughs> fan right here. Right. <laughs> you knew I was going to bring it up. <laughs> you love to Thanks give a voice for the show. voiceless. That's what yes. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a part oh, of the voice of the people. There we go. Yeah. I'm glad you fans, you her fan, because Juan is <laughs> so. <laughs> one ain't all right so um next scene we get introduced to jenny the new character on the show so i mean how do we feel about jenny her story her life her look her family her personality you know talk to me i really so the first time like i watched the episode I did like her. I was like, oh, she gives, I like the energy she's giving. The second time I watched it through, I really liked her because I think I paid a, a lot more attention to like the backstory she was telling and stuff. I think she's going to be fun. I don't think she's going to be one that like, you know, mixes it up a lot, but I think her energy is going to be a fun one to kind of add to the cast, especially like, you know, certain seasons can get really, really, really dark. Yeah. And I think yeah. somebody like her and like, her energy and maybe like Whitney's energy kind of, it feels like those are kind of enough to maybe keep it a little more light than, you know, where it could go. So I'm here for Jenny. I like the kids. The husband seems cool. He giving out free chiropractic shit. So I'm, I'm with it. I'm liking Jenny. I right love now. that child. Because that's one of those <laughs> services where it's like, I don't feel the need to really, I don't want to pay for it, but I know it'll really help. So it's even better right. that I can get it for free. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I do agree with her seeming to be a little bit more uh, light and like kind of like jokey jokey. And I think you can even tell with how she was talking about her story, which wasn't really, you know, very light or jokey jokey, yeah. but she didn't present it as something to be sad about or like kind of dark you know like just when they talk when right. people talk about their hardship they like kind of choke up she wasn't she was laughing she's like and that's how i got to america and here i am like she was like and, and i don't never want to hear y'all say y'all broke look like, right. like she did <laughs> have a levity broke. about broke, it you know what i mean and not mm -hmm. to say that like either kind of expression is wrong or right um you know it is what it is how you felt about your experiences how you feel but I did kind of appreciate kind of just having like a little bit more like brevity. Like, listen, like shit happens, but at the end of the day, like I'm in a better space in my mind now. So it is what it is kind of. Um, and also at the end of the day, yeah. like I've been 
this is just such a random, random side note about just like immigration overall. I think I may have told you, Jay, but I was just reading a random article about like passport lotteries and I had never known. Maybe it was a thing everybody knew about, but I didn't know. But basically the passport lottery is like people outside of America literally getting the lottery system. They pay like $350, I want to say American dollars to apply for the opportunity to get like a visa on America and they'll move you here and like help you out kind of. So apparently during COVID, like that hasn't been a thing because they've been having, obviously everything's backed up. So they don't have people approving the people who got, who won the lottery basically. So I was reading an article that was explaining like some of the people and this lady's like, for me, I make seven cents a day in like a sweatshop. Like, so $350, I had to sell my dad's house to get the 350 like so I don't have that money because mm-hmm. what they were saying for the people is just apply again next year she's like I don't have that money again that was like my life earnings wow. okay. so like make it happen like give me the visa like what the fuck is the hold up and I don't know why they're not rushing it but all that to say like I think we forget as Americans how much of a blessing it is for other people to get to America so like mm-hmm. I think in Jenny's whole story it's like well I'm in America now and this is the dream like fuck it so that's just so crazy we take that for granted so much and I'm like that from the outside perspective in a lot of these places this is literally like a dream place to be we're here and we know it's shitty but people don't know that <laughs> that's crazy right <laughs> right it's wild because even our shittiest situation is not the most shitty thing in the first world, world that's problem the, that's the, right of course. you know what I mean well let's be fucking clear um and, <laughs> but that's not to kind of to, to, to diminish like the experiences of people in this country because obviously especially even as black people like we know we go through a lot of shit and a lot of underhanded shit too sometimes it's like damn i wish you were just more overt with your shit like versus (laughs) having me like again pretend to do this interview when you know you're not gonna hire me because you just didn't like my name from jump anyway so it's just Mm -hmm. things like you know things like that you kind of have me on the hamster on the wheel type situation yeah but it is the end goal for a lot of people. I, I kind of feel like it's how I feel about being from New York. I mean, it's not the same, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, everyone's yeah. like, oh, I'm from New York, I live in New York, I love New York, oh my God. Like, it's like this Mecca for people. And I, meanwhile, I'm here, I'm like, look at this dirty ass subway street. Like, <laughs> look at the, the rat chasing the pizza. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, Ew, disgusting. The, these bums trying to touch me, ill. Like, I don't want any parts of it. <laughs> However, to people, this is like, I got to make it to New York or I'm not going to like make it in life. That's how yeah. some people feel. Truly. Um, so, Was that a Nikki you know, bar? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. You know, we talk about you. We got to give a barb. Um, Bitch talk slick. I'm going to have to terminate it. Yeah, I heard yeah. it. <laughs> what voice is a bum trying to touch me? Ew. So, uh, <laughs> 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 She was ahead of her time. Now we all have wet wipes in our bag. <laughs> so, um, Nikki predicted COVID? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sarno, have y'all been seeing the, the storylines that are happening right now with Nikki, like these headlines? <sighs> I don't I don't know if I have. Please enlighten me. Okay, so basically she went on this whole like, Twitter rant talking about because for the it all started from the Met Gala because the Met Gala you couldn't go if you weren't vaccinated basically right okay and so so other celebrities that didn't show up people were like wow did they not show up because they're not vaccinated question mark question mark and so Nikki was like no I didn't go because I I told Anna 
as an Anna Wintour. So I told Anna that I couldn't go because of my baby or something like that. But basically she was saying she, she was basically being a, a vaccine naysayer and saying like, oh, she know her cousin in Trinidad who yes. his balls <laughs> swelled up and now he's infertile. And so his <laughs> wedding got called off because the wife didn't want no parts because he can't kids no more. And so now mad people are making jokes about her cousin's balls and all sorts of shit. And she's being a trooper. She's retweeting it. It's fine. But a lot of people were mad that she was kind of spreading this these issues with uh, about the vaccine because like, you know, you're, you're, a big player you have a big platform you can't just be talking about infertility especially because that's one of the hot topics surrounding this vaccine you can't just be talking about that shit all willy-nilly with no information um she also side note HIPAA violation question mark not really but kind of she also like kind of let us know that Drake had COVID at some point <laughs> so I'm just like, it, it, she was like being very messy and so um yeah she's been getting a lot of heat about it um i mean barbs you're gonna be upset but she's no moral compass i would venture to say she's morally corrupt so this is nothing i'm not looking, <laughs> at, nikki. I'm not looking at nikki as my moral compass in any way shape or form so her being um, anti-vaxxer is well, fine with me right and and, and, more, and more to that point of the morally corrupt people were also saying like oh the only reason why this bitch is even talking about all this shit is because um, she was trying to distract from the headlines about her husband, who now has to go to court and faces up to 10 years in lifetime supervision because he failed to, to register as a sex offender um, when they moved to California. Oh, Lord. So they were saying that, you know, she, basically she was trying to like throw people off of that headline and, and create some more drama for this one. Um <laughs> See. So his court date's in January, and you know I'll be covering it, child. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Not you on the edge of your seat to see what happens with him. I sure am. I want to know. It's not quite OJ level, but I'm kind of curious. He's going to get out of does, it because she has money Ooh. and access, so they she he could get out of it. But also, he blatantly like ignored. A rule. So, are they going to make an example out of him, like Teresa DJ, or going to let go like OJ? I'm very curious. Very. I'm invested now. You convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> back to our wholesome TV show. Um, so <laughs> we're back at Jen's new uh, chalet, and she's having a family dinner. And I, I put, I'm like, so what I'm gathering is that Sharif is basically like the patriarch of this family. And, you know, they all refer to him as, you know, the, the head honcho, which mm-hmm. is interesting because we just said earlier how we feel like all the men of the husbands of this show are very like passive. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> not really like, you know, I don't want to say dominating, but like not very uh, forward presenting. So mm-hmm. it's just they have this family is like kind of just like, um, you know, satelliting around him. And I don't feel like he really gives much to satellite around. So Yeah, like he's the head of the household. <laughs> Fucking step it up. Like, 
I don't see head of household energy in him. It seems like Jen is the head of the household. That's what I read. Mm-hmm. He's like he, head of the household, but he was the one that ran to the divorce attorney. I don't know. That <laughs> he seems uh, like a scared kept woman and he doesn't like like how does she talk him out of getting divorced? I'm confused. Like I still to this day I'm not okay with that. Like she runs this shit. How did he talk himself out of you done got somebody to serve her papers at her door? Right. She, she gave it's, you it's one a, 15 minute phone call and you got talked out of it? <laughs> it's a role reversal that I don't think I'm comfortable with. Call me, slap me on the ass and call me Betty Draper. Maybe I'm living in 1950. <laughs> but I don't, I, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I, I don't feel like if my husband ever, ever saved, like sent me some fucking divorce papers, best believe I'm fucking signing them. Don't ever do that shit. That's not right. your role. Just like Wendy Williams kidding? said, don't play with that D word. Don't play, don't with, play that. with that D word. Are you dumb? Don't play with that. I'll play the game all the way to the end, baby. Don't do that with me. Look, now we, we get a... stupid when we, <laughs> when we make up, we have to get married later. But I will sign the papers. Do not send that shit to me. So it's just a little weird because I, I feel like that's not something I would imagine the head of the household would do. But I mean okay <laughs> so right. uh, we also get to meet jen's aunt who was the the, the source yes. of the fight of last season uh because she had both her legs amputated and jen went to visit her at the hospital and said smelled like said hospital according to mary <laughs> um <laughs> the producers <laughs> were being messy <laughs> I mean, it's so messy. they zoomed in on her legs multiple times and they also had felt the need to put a little bit in of talking about oh watch out for her legs she can't move them i'm like all right fuck y'all like <laughs> like it wasn't necessary but it was okay. so unnecessary and now it makes me wonder who invited her jen or the producers because now i need i need to know <laughs> who invited her here that's gonna tell but me you know, a lot I'm, about the show. I'm thankful that they did because now I get to I get to put you know a face <laughs> to a name. Yeah, like, right. Now I can see. see it feels TV. like closure. I feel yeah. like we, we we close this chapter now. <laughs> Their friendship can persist because now we've seen the aunt. I believe. I now know. we've seen it. We've seen it. Um, <laughs> and so I, personally, that's all I took from that scene. I don't know if anybody wants to add anything else. No, I just I I looked at Sharif Jr. the whole time and then went on by my being and said it wasn't really giving much. Yeah, he's <laughs> what they call him Reefy? Yeah. Yeah, Reefy. Reefy. <laughs> <laughs> L- <laughs> <Lil> Reefy. <laughs> Not even SJ Reefy. But, oh, um so next, you know, the ladies go out to lunch in Igloo. Mary complains, says her ass hurts. Um <laughs> <laughs> And Heather says she's taking over ordering for these skinny bitches. Otherwise, she'll be splitting a side salad with Mary. Um, I chuckled. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'll give that to Heather. I did chuckle. That was funny. Um, <laughs> I think it was the idea of it being a side salad, like <laughs> not even like a <laughs> poor salad. It was a side salad. I'm yeah. With it. Um, a little piece of Caesar. And, that's all. <laughs> yeah, a little Caesar, <laughs> a little song. Remember that infamous little- photo of Mary when she's in like that cream turtleneck dress and she's like that with a red lip and she's looking at her phone. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was giving Slenderman. I had never seen her so thin. And I was like, whoa, Mary is a thin lady. So when Heather pointed that out, I'm like, yeah, like it's been bothering me ever since that photo. I wish I could be that thin. I, 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 it's, it's so chic. 
<laughs> I wish I could eat a side salad and be like, yeah, I'm satiated. I'm good. I've, ne- <laughs> like, I've, really I've never been that person. And I wish I was too. But it, I've you know what? <laughs> during Something happened during this past year. I don't know if it's a pandemic or what. But I, I just felt like, because I was doing uh, intermittent fasting during most of it. But I felt like, I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of okay this size. I don't know if I want to go down. Like I'm, I'm okay. I just want to eat. I just want to eat. I'm like I'm okay. <laughs> so if it I'm never happens for me, I'm okay. I don't need to be Michael B. Jordan. That's that's fine. I, right. It's enough going on. Okay. What the pandemic did for me, it was like you know what? If I lose just even like maybe twenty, I'm cool. I, I don't right. You know, you want to go Michael B. Jordan. I don't got to be Lori Hartley. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. for her. That's her life. That's her journey. That's her destiny. That's fine. Um, You know, I still guess <laughs> I still get some players hitting, you know. I still get my line still gets hit up a little bit. So if I can you go a little, cool, little 20, just feel a little more comfortable, then that's cool. I don't have to go the full biggest loser route okay right <laughs> you might not it, it might not be michael b jordan but you know you it's a lot of good men in wakanda okay so they <laughs> they all there you just, you just pick you another one that's okay you know as my african-american studies professor once said we we weren't all kings and queens it's all right you know despite what they try to tell you okay <laughs> Harriet couldn't take everybody, us, okay? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Some of us were painters, some of us were carpenters, okay? We can't all be skinny and fit. It's all right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, but basically the ladies are, like, gathering and they're just talking about, obviously, Jen and, and all the other stuff um, and how much they kind of hate her. But Heather does <laughs> decide that she does need to apologize to Lisa because she feels like she did a lot. She did the most, which I agree. I did feel like she did the most because as Kendrick alluded to earlier, I don't know where all this, the source of their angst started from. <laughs> yeah, she said she heard she, like a rumor that you were the good time girl. All you have to say is, no, I wasn't. And we keep it moving. Like, I, it's not right. something that had to be like blown out of proportion like that. Because blowing out of proportion makes me think maybe it was true. And if it was true, doesn't matter now. You're married with kids, divorced. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what reputation are you trying to uphold? As 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 you've already said, getting a divorce in a Mormon community is like the worst thing you could ever do. So you've already done it. So mm-hmm. who cares if your tits are out at BYU? Like, <laughs> who cares right. if your tits are out of college? It is what it is. You've your been fucking cousin over here, Whitney, is fucking in a Brazzers video. So who cares what you have going on? <laughs> like, um. So yeah, and then obviously, so I I put in today's um, you know Sages are not having a good time these days. News. Then we also learned that Meredith's father passed away. Um, mm. Right, and uh, it's always interesting because it always seems like it's the favorite parent that passes away. It's never the parent that you didn't talk to or didn't like or you know has some shit to say about you. It's always the one that's like, oh, he was great. He was a good person, or she was great. You know what I mean? So that was just, a, you know, a little touching moment. R.I.P. Greg. Um, it's crazy um, that three of their dads died like that, back to back, like Mary's and Heather's and Meredith's. Like, that's so crazy. Right. I know. That made me scared as Whitney. So I'm like, damn. My dad next. <laughs> damn, we need a wellness check on him, too. I wonder if we're going to get an update. Right. We haven't gotten any updates. Oh, yeah. He's the one with, with the problem. Yeah, he was on the right. run. 
Not on the run, but you know, missing. <laughs> on the run for himself, child. On the run for himself. <laughs> <laughs> what if he comes back with a new hairdo? I'd look really forward to that. That'd I would cool. love that. That haircut was crazy. If he comes back with a buzz cut. Yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I would be concerned. I'm like, he's going through something. <laughs> something right. right. <laughs> no, you'd be concerned if he comes back with the big chop. Then you know this, this, this is when they want to start your life over. So you're like, okay, then. I maybe, feel you know, like. Or it's bleach blonde. Like either one, we yeah, know some right. If somebody goes platinum blonde out of nowhere, they're going through something. I promise you that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this so Heather brings up one of her issues with Jen about that. Basically, Jen reposted something that alluded to or said that Heather was racist. And so I just want to know our reposts endorsements and is heather racist oh housewives reality stars all they kill me when they like i didn't say it but then you retweeted it like yes you saying it basically you endorsing it like i don't well i was about to say i don't repost shit that's not funny but you know every now and then somebody do some raggedy shit and i'm like you know what let me support but besides that <laughs> <laughs> and that's called being a good person exactly you know that's a good friend <laughs> not the petty petty retweet oh <laughs> right but we know like if i'm if i'm sitting there and i'm like let's take like the erica jane like situation or something if somebody puts a, a you know a post on instagram saying she's innocent she didn't know anything i believe her yada 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 and if i repost it most likely y'all are gonna think oh that's how kendrick probably feels about this situation yeah. as opposed to me putting out I really feel y'all know how the hell I really feel but uh you know re retweets reposts reshares whatever social media you're on it's definitely in my opinion an endorsement of whatever that person is saying otherwise you would have just looked at it and kept it moving mm -hmm. I can't help but continue to make these Roan season two deep cuts because since I fresh <laughs> top of mind and I, it's always going to revolve around Daniel Stop. That's the thing. So, because yes. of the characters, I mean, my absolute favorite, I'm sorry, but um, Danielle at the reunion, like it was revealed that she had retweeted. And this is back when like Andy said, like you Twittered, you Twittered somebody. So apparently Danielle <laughs> Twittered someone and they had tweet. This is really dark. She, they tweeted at her like, for my birthday, I would like Ashley Holmes to commit suicide and recording mm -hmm. the camera and me watch it with Danielle Staub smoking cigarettes for my birthday. That would be uh -uh. so fun. <laughs> like, and Danielle all, retweeted it. Every Danielle right. retweeted it and then replied, I hope all your birthday wishes come true. Right? So right. <laughs> they confronted her about it and they were like, you wish death on Ashley. She was like, he simply was in my phone. I do not know anything about him. I just support my followers. I'm like, Danielle, get the fuck out of here. You said, I hope all your birthday wishes come true. Bitch, that was a read. Come on. Right. And the only exactly. line was that I want her to commit suicide. Like, that you didn't have to, like, read further on in the tweet for that. Like, that was the first sentence. Like, <laughs> it was right. the tweet. <laughs> you weren't like, you know what? Let me see where he's going with this. Let me just keep on reading. No. You knew that there was some shit when you started it. Let me just say, though. That reunion, hands down, like one of my favorite go-to rewatches. Like that, you don't even have to like watch the season. You just watch the reunion, and it gives you everything you need. They were on Danielle's ass like back pockets that whole reunion, and Danielle was just—I I know why she didn't come back next season because woo, 
that was a good ass reunion. If, if people listening or if one of y'all haven't watched it in a while, watch that reunion. That reunion gives from moment that Andy says go. That's a good ass reunion. And it's Danielle's whole. If, if she was not there, there would be nothing to talk about. Down to Absolutely. her bringing her whoever her lesbian superstar Lori Michaels <laughs> and having her in the dressing room during it and when Teresa charged her lesbian superstar Lori Michaels ran out it was ready to protect Danielle like down to that simple fact right that reunion was Danielle's time to shine and she shined and I really oh absolutely it. they those Beverly Hills I mean not uh, those New Jersey reunions used to give like Ooh. give oh even two through four really were just like what you needed in life absolutely that's why i say old jersey used to be my shit because yes they weren't making shows like that baby they weren't (laughs) it was just it was it was for us it's what we need yeah it was like that local jersey mob type shit like i love that It was Amazing. how passionate they were. It's like, these are not just so coworkers to them. These are their neighbors. These are their friends. These are their cousins. These are their brothers. Like, it's deeper <laughs> than, like, I'll see you when we're filming, and then I won't see you when filming's off. Like, right. No, this, these are like, this is like bloodline shit. Like, yo, your family came <laughs> with my family from fucking Sicily, bro. Like, yeah. how you fucking crazy <laughs> right. like this? Like, that's how it was. Like, we can't just, we're, we're falling out and, like, losing out on generations that were friends. Like, that's crazy. Right. That shit, woo, that was some good shit. Maybe these, these other shows need to take notes. I'm telling you. That Jersey, that current Jersey needs to take notes. Let's get back to it. How about, <laughs> let's get back to it. True. We'll never get back to it, though. Yeah. We'll never get back to it. Wow. Never oh, shit. And I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to share that Daniel situation. I can help Thank myself. you so much for that. Um, but now we're back halfway across the country in Salt Lake City and um, <laughs> and Heather is sitting talking about how Jen fills her up with so much friendship juice which to anybody with a brain it kind of sounds like love bombing from <laughs> narcissists but it's fine uh, <laughs> it so, sounds gross why she probably needs to say juice yeah, uh, nasty <laughs> uh juice is one of those words where it's only good when you're literally referring to juice otherwise it sounds (laughs) real crazy (laughs) right um yeah and so she's like you know she fills me up with so much friendship juice etc etc and so i basically i let her say what she wants or do what she wants because i'm bamboozled mary thinks it's disgusting you know it's bad when mary's the voice of reason um (laughs) Mary, as she's dripping her Chanel, says it's not juice, that's a choice. And so... Ask the members of your cult if it's a choice. Don't do that like you don't know what juice is. She knows exactly what juice is and she sells it. (laughs) You giving them your own juice over there, child. Right, don't do that. Right. (laughs) Wait, is it juice Kool-Aid? Which one? (laughs) She's serving Kool-Aid, absolutely. Right, she calls that shit Kool-Aid, so she thinks it's different, but it's still like, right. the same concept, Miss Mary Lamb. Um, <laughs> I just got the point that her name is even Mary. Like, how ridiculous. You can't make this how shit biblical. up. Like, a fictional how novel biblical. would never do something so parallel. <laughs> I would, if I was an author, I would never make a character like Mary because I just wouldn't think that people would really believe that this is like a Exactly, it'd be too unbelievable. Right. <laughs> It's so unbelievable. 
anyway. Um, and then lastly, you know, we're at Meredith's house for her Shabbat dinner. Shabbat dinner seems to be a Jesus. Theme. A theme across the board for a lot of these shows lately. I got yeah. nervous because we, we barely survived. <laughs> I said we barely survived Black Shabbat. Like I was nervous going into another Shabbat. I'm like, wait a minute, now. give us a break. Like give us a year break before we do Shabbat again. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's because of Black Shabbat. Maybe it's because I've been watching Shaws. So you know, I got plenty of Shabbat dinner. Um, <laughs> under my belt now. Maybe that's why I'm, I feel like I can convert to Judaism at this point because I'm like, I feel kind of Jewish now. I, <laughs> right. I feel like I've kind of <laughs> seen a lot, of, a lot of the things that go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we have <laughs> the, the privileged twink <laughs> making the hollow bread <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and everyone else and they're joking like, okay, we're going to convert the Barlow's back to Judaism. And so, I mean, how do we think the conversation with Meredith and and Lisa went? Because it did, it definitely (laughs) did go a little to the left, kind of quickly. It 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 felt like. Have you ever seen like two people arguing, but it feels like one person is like a hell of a lot more calm than the other person is. Yeah. Mm. Like Meredith was on 10 and like Lisa was on like three at most. Like it was, it was, I don't know. It, it felt like that. See, that's how you know that like Lisa, this stuff between her, uh, Whitney and Heather isn't as big as, you know, it, it, it's not as big of a situation. Like it's not consuming her life. It's not doing any of that, but this stuff with Meredith has her like, hype the fuck up like every time you even mention jen like it's a problem like we can't we're not talking about jen so it it felt like it was very imbalanced and so it also kind of felt like lisa though she did you know she wanted to be there for a friend she wanted to support her she wanted to kind of feel like she was a listening ear it also kind of gave the impression that she wanted to make sure that her hands were going to be clean. Like she wanted to say everything mm-hmm. she wanted to say. And she wanted to, you know, if you're going to be the victim, I'm going to be the victim too. We're going to be victims together. That's what's going to happen. It, 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 Lisa, it, I don't know. Lisa was a little confusing during this, but it, it made me kind of maybe sympathize with Meredith a little more because Meredith had those receipts. She was pulling those receipts out of her ass. She's like, yeah. well, what about when Jen said this? And what about this with the twink? And, you know, he doing like that. I'm like, oh, right. well, <laughs> What about when she called him a sissy? I'm like, oh, she knows right. every <laughs> single thing that this woman has said. And she wrote it all down. Right. Wow. And that's probably our fault, too, because, you know, our Bravo community, our messy ass is probably sending her all that shit. Every time we see Jen oh, for sure. say something, <laughs> we like, girl, look at this. <laughs> Tagging her in the comments of posts right yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I, I don't know man I, Meredith is definitely on 10 because she feels like this, this topic so passionately it's like Meredith is truly bothered down to her core where Lisa is just you know annoyed it's not bothered yeah. mm-hmm. because like somebody had said earlier like they're not talking about Lisa's kid. They're talking about Lisa. And we're married. It's like, they're talking about my kid. You know, they're talking about my son. Whether or not you think it's true or obvious doesn't mean that you can, you should, as my friend, go around and discuss it. Now, me, who has no ties to the family at all and has no, like, 
you know, loyalty to anybody, I can say what I want to say. But, um, <laughs> you know, I can see why you would be upset with Jen. That being said, I never felt like her and Jen were that much friends to begin with. I didn't really get those vibes. It felt very yeah. like we're friends of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is it really a betrayal? I mean, like your friends are the show, like you were never really that close to begin with. So I don't know. But um, anyway, they don't really come to, I don't think they really came to any resolution. And then they continued on to have their little Shabbat dinner where nobody knew the words except for Chloe. And um <laughs> <laughs> And you know that that, and so we come to next week, and we'll see what happens. Um, but do we feel like they'll get back together? Because I know Jay, you were saying earlier, like they kind of. Um, you think Lisa's gonna be- betray a friendship, so you think she's kind of gonna go against Jen now? Or yeah, something? I think she. I think it's like it'll be convenient timing, like as it's heating up, and then she has to make a decision. Jen will then make the decision for her and get arrested and so she doesn't have to choose really she'll just go with Meredith but I think yeah I don't see why her and Meredith should fall out like seriously like you said it doesn't seem like her and Jen are friends off the show but it seems like her and their families know each other they're family friends so I think their relationship is more something to say but we know about these shows people will fall out even if it's their sister so it really means nothing but I hope (laughs) I hope for the sake of them that they just, the yeah, Jen is left on the outskirts and they just settle it with Heather. It's not that big of a deal. Mm. Okay. Wow. I mean, shit. And on, on that note, like, who's on display for you both this, this episode? Kendrick, of course, you can go first as our guest of honor. Ooh, you know I I'm gonna be so predictable, but you, you you know I just I love the chaos. You know I'm a chaos king, and I just love the chaos. Here we I, go. <laughs> I feel I have a feeling you're gonna pick Jesus Christ. Well, let's see. Let's see who you choose. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm gonna throw a curveball. I'm not gonna give it to Mary. I'm gonna give it to the man that was sitting on the opposite end of the table from her while they were filming or while they were recording that damn podcast. I'm gonna give it to him because him <laughs> smiling throughout that whole scene and agreeing with Mary and not yes, yes, the whole time I was like, this is the creepiest, most chaotic shit that I want to watch over and over again. So they get my vote. Yeah, who were those? Were they members of the cult too? I can only assume. <laughs> who know if if she brought them in from like if she outsourced these people, then that makes this scene. <laughs> even more like even greater i don't know what the hell is going on wow okay so you're picking mary's <laughs> podcasting partner i will choose whitney's stepsons all three of them boom so, <laughs> that shot ski everyone in the shot ski is that whitney there we go <laughs> i'm with wow <laughs> who are you choosing um I'm a troll but you know what I'm gonna choose Jen's aunt and her legs because (laughs) I feel (laughs) as Kendrick said we got a lot of closure from that um I feel like it's definitely a producer push thing which I appreciate because that shit um gave me closure um and so, yeah, I'm gonna put it on display because now I got to see, you know, a, a face, put a face to a, a name. Um, 
And so with that being said, Jen's aunt, uh, <laughs> Whitney's stepchildren slash co-stars in you know, her porn film. And, um, <laughs> and Mary's uh, podcast co-host, all of them are on display for us <laughs> this beautiful evening. Curiously, nobody picked an actual housewife, but that's fine. <laughs> the devil is in the details. It's the little things. Right. Really right. All right. And I mean, is there anything else anybody wants to say? bring to the table if not Kendrick go ahead and plug your socials I'm, I'm assuming everyone knows you already anyway but in case they don't oh well I want to say first uh Mary I hope I'm on your good side I know you blocked me but I hope I'm on your good side I don't want you to send Jesus after me <laughs> I know he's on the main line but please don't send him after me everybody I'm Kendrick I am the host of reality and comics too you can find me on every major platform. Follow me on Instagram at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. If you use that link in the bio, you can find me on Apple, Spotify, iHeart. Even though Spotify is down the day we're recording this, which fucked up my download numbers, but that's okay. Are um, they down? Yeah, the Spotify uh, podcast was down for a big part of today. I, I don't know. know yeah, I had to be told too, and it infuriated me. I went on there and I couldn't couldn't click on any podcast so hopefully it's back up but i don't know uh, i'm child like i get a million downloads episode let me quit <laughs> <laughs> they, you said they're fucking with your money and you right. need that money now okay i need shit. it it's my yeah, money you do. <laughs> shoot and uh that's it i put out two episodes a week one usually unscripted talking about you know the reality shows bravo uh i, I talk about whatever the hell's on my heart that week and then i usually drop a marvel superhero week kind of episode uh three days later so two episodes a week check me out and thank y'all for having me i mean before we go i have to just give you a quick shout out i mean you're here and i tell you all the time but you do amazing work and like thank you we, yeah. we see you we see you and oh, we see enjoyable. each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you um, don't i mean i always laugh i feel like we kiki on a weekly basis yeah so, yeah of course yes. i love it thank thank y'all because i love y'all bring on to some of my favorite people and i love hearing like i love it when like y'all like you know whenever you see like two different people that you love like get together it's always a good time. So like, I love whenever y'all bring on people that like, I love too. And it's always just a good time on Housewives on display. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And you always uh, guessed. I mean, again, not to <laughs> toot your horn for you, but you're on somewhere every week. So if they want to see you, they can get you. <laughs> you can find me. That's one thing about, I always tell people, cause I just, I, I love to talk shit all day. So I'm like, look, if you ask me nine times out of 10, I'm going to say, yeah. And the only time that one time is just like, I'm out of town or, you know, I got a family thing to do or something like that. Otherwise I'll talk to you. You know, I, I like to talk <laughs> shit. So if not, I'm going to wind up in the closet talking to myself like Mary. So talk to <laughs> your random ramblings walking. Maybe that's why right. you relate to her it, in the alternate universe. Maybe. I may be. I don't want to look. I don't want to lay with Robert Singer, but I want to. He could buy me Chanel's, like he, she said at the reunion. So all them Chanel's, I know that's right, Mary. Ooh, maybe um, I, I also just, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking. 
but that's something that you want. Um, <laughs> well, it's on a completely unrelated side note. I also want to shout out uh, Eugene from Problematic Pod. Love that's him. Problem A D D I C T podcast because I feel like he is also very supportive of us. He always shouts out our episodes, always listens in. We're also always chatting with him in the DMs. So go ahead and listen mm. to his. He talks about shows that we don't even talk about, including um, Top Chef. He even covered mm-hmm. Gossip Girl. He covers everything. He covers everything. Okay? <laughs> I love it. Does he not have like the most calming voice on the planet? He like, really does. <laughs> he really I does. love it. I tell him all the time when I listen to him. I'm just like Eugene. You like you you put me in like a mood to like do yoga and my big ass ain't trying to do no damn yoga so like, I, like that's a compliment look at thicky thicky and some yoga pants trying to do some right. yoga. yeah <laughs> for sure Shoot. so go ahead and after this, this episode after you hit up kendrick also make sure you put eugene on your playlist now add him and to the queue add him to the queue Mm-hmm. And so I guess I mean we'll say goodnight. It's been fun. It's been real. Yes. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll do this again at some point. But um, adios for now.